Now, Canada, I want you never to forget that without me, you are nothing. <laughs> yes, it's true. I am the only thing that holds you together. Vous êtes encore ensemble. <laughs> Grâce à nous. See? French unifying. And without me and the French, you're just Americans. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, E. Simon. Hello, governors. It's me, Kate Rambo. My condolences, Hi. Kate Rambo. Please, no, no console. Congratulations. Are you in Chi Chi in mourning? Of course I'm not in mourning. Why would I be in mourning? Because you're wearing all black. I wear all black anyways, and I'm technically not wearing all black, am I? My deepest condolences go out to all the Brits right now. Please the don't. British listeners, no. you know. Please do you don't. think how many people do you think out there under thirty are just gutted? None. None <laughs> if they have any sense. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth too, people, if you live under a fucking rock or you're mute and blind and deaf. Um, Queen Elizabeth II, who reigned over the UK for 70 years, longest serving monarch, um, died today, 96 years old. Thank fucking heaven she's dead. I would also like to give, um, I apologize to all Brits, all Australians and all Canadians because we're not going to hear the end of this shite for two weeks now, so I am sorry. I am sorry that we're going to be talking about the Queen's Day. So wait, how did you find out about the Queen's death? Was it through me? I was asleep for 17 hours. And when I awoke, I had a Twitter notification saying the Queen has died at 96. And now, you know when you read something and you're, and you're half asleep and you're like, what? I was like, the Queen? Which Queen? <laughs> you even think, That's how you little think I give was... a shit about the Queen. I was like, which Queen has died? Which one? But you even think it was the 96-year-old monarch of your country? I did, I did think I was witchy with the Queen this week because at the start of the week at work, we were talking about the Royal Mail strikes. And I said, well, why is the Queen not doing anything about it? Because it's her, the Royal Mail. She's literally the head of the whole fucking Gestapo Royal Mail. And uh, everyone was like, I don't know. I was like, I think she's ill. And then boom, she dies. So my witch heard. powers are very strong this week. No one mess with me. You haven't heard much about her or seen her in public or making any appearances for when? When's the last time? Like past couple months? No, I'm sure they have. I just don't keep up with the Queen. I'm sure she probably has been spotted out and about. But again, I don't read like what's that big magazine about her? Like OK or whatever. Hello. I don't read any of that shit. I don't care about the Queen. And I care even less now she's dead. It's just weird to not actually see much news about them or the royal family really all that much. Not even Prince Andrew. Like, dancing about. Didn't even read anything about him. Well, he's not uh, a royal anymore. He's been struck from oh, the even royal so family. D- yeah, but let's say uh, King Charles is just like, you're always my favorite, uh, what would he be, brother? Yeah, that bros. Yeah, he's like, you're always my favorite brother. So you're back in the family. He, well, he can't do that. And oh, I think if he did do I want Prince Charles to meet the same death the last Prince Charles met. Beheading. King Charles, yeah. I do apologize. Now, I read the uh, the BBC this morning and uh, was shocked 
by the horrible <laughs> news. I'm shocked. <laughs> you know what's really weird? I was at work today, and I was telling people, I'm like, hey, you know the queen died today. And people are like, who? Who? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. The, the queen. Uh, even one person was like, the band? And I was like, the, the, the fucking band. Mate, like he a, died like, in like 1991. Yeah, but what, what do you think? Like all the members of Queen died? I mean, Freddie Mercury like, died a while ago, but do you think the re- like Brian May and everybody else just died? No, it's the Queen of England, you fucking idiot. And so a bunch of people are like, oh, wow, I thought she already died a few years ago. And so it's like, no. Like, you like even the mum died over a decade ago now, I think. I, you know, I think most people found out about the Queen's passing via meme on Instagram. That's the way it should be. By the way, all the people who are sharing all the Discord in the Sick and Wrong Discord group, all the memes there have been so far A+. There have been some gems floating around. That's where um, I got the IRA one from. <laughs> do you think Queen Elizabeth II had any concept of memes? No, I'm so, I don't even think she had a concept of pedophiles considering she covered everything up for her pedophilic son and spent 12 million of our money doing so. Your money, yeah. Um, did she uh, Did she have like an iPhone or anything, you think? An I iPad? I think the bitch still sent homing pigeons. <laughs> well, I mean, back in her day, that's, that is what the teens used to use. Um, you know, I, she probably had no idea that her death was going to spawn hundreds of memes, really hilarious ones. I think nowadays, you, if you're a celebrity, you should expect you should expect the memes as part of like being a celebrity. But not only that, you should expect the memes when you die and be sad, be sad that you can't see them. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, she's immortalized in British history and in people's Instagram memes. Um, I like the one of the IRA that you sent me. That's my favorite one so far. Somebody but, posted um, that on the Sick and Wrong Discord. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name right now. That was, was hilarious. Really Stuart posted a really funny, I think it was Stuart. There were a couple people, actually, but I did see one from Stuart. The Weekend at Lizzie's meme. Did you see that one? It's like Andrew and Charles just holding up their dead mom. It's in great, it's in good taste. It's, yeah, good timing Some there. <laughs> great tweets as well. Yeah. Somebody saying that they fought the queen. They were like, the queen has died. I'm assuming it's fentanyl. <laughs> yeah, there, no, there's a whole, there's a, a whole <laughs> slew of memes in the Sick and Wrong Facebook page. But I'm I'm sure your whole country must be sitting Shiva right now. No. <laughs> Only if you're a Daily Mail reader do you give a shit. You know, that's the thing. Young people um, despise the royals because they're too cheap to pay taxes to support them, basically. No, n- no, D. No. St- stop it. There's lots of reasons to not support them. Stop <laughs> laughing. What is this, Yorktown again? <laughs> Um, but she, you know, I think to the older people though, she was like a constant, you know, symbol of like what honor and dignity to the older generation. The rabbi, my, my father loved the queen. Yeah. But your father also came up during an era where teachers would strike you in school. Not anymore, mate. It's not, it's not going on. The Royals are so outdated. We don't fucking need them. Burn them all. Kill them all is what I say. Kill them. You know, I think you'd be breaking a lot of people's hearts to hear that. No. Um, I posted a meme today of uh, in the WhatsApp lads chat I have with uh, Danny <laughs> and Lee. And I posted that meme. Of, you saw the other one of Prince Andrew grinning because he doesn't have to pay his mummy back now? Oh, yeah, the Is 12 that million that yeah. I funded to cover up a pedophile. And Leander was genuinely upset. He was like, he was just like, uh, what do you say, behave. He goes, he goes, that's in poor taste. 
And he, and he said that he was, and I was like, what, are you upset? And he goes, I don't know. She was just always there. Yeah, right. But doesn't Leander claim that his home is L.A.? And that he doesn't uh, actually no, he's live in Britain. No, so, you know, British. Americans can't actually have a say in this, can you? No, he's definitely British. But, I mean, I think there is that sentiment is uh, pervasive a lot of your your country folk. Is that she was just there. I mean, I mean, fucking 70 years. Like, she was like a lot of people's lifetime was this old lady. You know? Who does nothing but take our fucking taxes. We pay yeah. for her to live, to cover up fucking crimes, to go into other countries and fucking rob them, like, of their shit and bring it back for us. Nah, mate, it's so outdated. Fuck the royals. No, it's I antiquated. It doesn't make any sense to me as an American. I mean, we kicked you the fuck out of our country, if you didn't, unless you forget. Um, we, don't, we don't need <laughs> well, that. Well, we kept right? our tea. You guys don't have good tea. <laughs> but, you know, I was wondering, so... Being that you're a, a historian um, of the monarchy, uh, what what happens now? Like, uh, you know, what happens now? Like, is, so do they have a coronation, or is King Charles just a king, and everyone's like, no, he's a king. Here's the crown. This is what happens now. So the dead queen, um, and Prince Charles, and a, and a judge, they're gonna get onto Air Force One. Okay, Prince Charles is gonna be in a pink suit, and it's gonna be covered in uh, Lizzie's brains and some blood, maybe a bit of skull matter in there. And then as they're flying high in the sky at 35,000 feet, the judge is going to anoint uh, Prince Charles as the new king. And somebody will say, uh, Prince Charles, do you not want to get changed out of maybe what you're wearing? It's covered in your mother's brains and stuff. And he's going to say, let the people see what they have done. And then he becomes the new king. Did he bash her head in himself? Is that how they? Is it what you do to your successor? I just recreated it. What happened after JFK? For oh, you. they weren't in Air Force One. They were. They were in Air Force One when Lado was uh, sworn in. Oh, is that what, is that what happened? It was afterwards. Oh, okay. yeah. And Jackie was covered in JFK's brains. She had to watch the, the whole thing go down. She had to be a witness to it. And the look on her face is like, she's like, man, I've just seen my fucking husband's brain explode, and now I've got to do this because the country was without president for all those times. So if there had been a, you know, a terrorist attack in that. Who the fuck's controlling the country? But, but that's that's the president, though. Is that was that what they do with the monarchy? No, I think we have to wait. You have like to have a coronation, days. right? Do you get the day off of work? Oh my god, this is always what I'd thought. I'd always been looking forward to this. I've been told this for years that when the queen dies, everyone in Britain gets a national day of mourning, and everyone gets the day off work. And I thought that is going to be so sweet for me. I fucking hate the queen. I want a paid day off work to just hate the queen and laugh laugh as she hits the cold hard ground but no alas it's apparently up to your employers my employers are oil sheiks do you think they're gonna give a shit the queen has said no so i will have to go to work other people won't but i will is it is it the uh the the day she's laid to rest that most people will have off that'll be like a yes. bank holiday or something Actually, Jess on Instagram sent me a funny thing that it says everyone in uh, South Australia, South Wales, Australia, uh, they're going to turn their porch lights on when it gets dark in honor of the Queen. Like, what's that going to do? Why? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I wish you would Attract some fucking big spiders to your house. But other than that, I don't know. I wish you would have died at 9-11. Then you could never forget, too. Exactly. And then we could have had like a... 
9-11 slash the Queen is Dead party, which would have been amazing because you could have dressed like the Queen and then made mini twin towers. And just like as the Queen kicked them down, it would have been so Maybe, maybe you could have dressed as the Queen and get like a twin towers like hat with Head a plane piece. flying into it. Yeah. Did she wear big hats? She did wear big hats. Uh, I would have personally, I would have Marianne Antoinette it and like structured it into a wig. Ooh, that would have been kind of cool. It would have like been amazing. With some cotton it. wool smoke coming out of it, it could have got so creative. It'd be great, though, because you guys also, when people say never forget, you'd be thinking about when your uh, your beloved queen uh, shed her mortal she's... coil. I'm glad she's gone. Although Sausage Fingers is about to become the king. I just wish somebody would just kill the entire monarchy all at once, and then we can just go to being a republic. We don't need a monarchy. Kick him out of your country. Overthrow him. I would love to, but the Brits, like, we just don't riot like the French. We're just not the French. Do you, um, are you going to have to change your money? Yeah. Uh, The money will have to change in Canada. The money will have to change in Britain. And the money will have to change in Australia. I was talking to my neighbor about that. I, I don't understand. So you can't, your old pounds with the Queen's face on them, you're not allowed to use them anymore? Once the new king is sworn in, it will probably he'll want his image on the notes. So yeah, it'll become like not legal tender anymore. But what do you have to, so you have to go to a bank and turn in any pounds that you have. Oh, who uses money anymore, David? It's all contactless. But it's just I'm like a big that's fan what of cash. So this money is this death is gonna cost me money, right? The royal family already cost me £2.50 a day. But now I have to pay for this old bitch who I don't care about and have never met. I have to pay for her fucking funeral. And then I have to pay so my money can be changed. So her portrait can be taken off the money. And King Sausage Fingers, like, portrait can be put on my money. When, you know, I might as well just go and hand it to him and be like, here you go, Charlie boy. This is yours anyways because you do fuck all for me. You cunt. God, I hate was, the royal Was Prince so Philip on any? I would have loved him. I would have loved to have his, like, visage on some money. Some racist money. No, he isn't on any any coins, as far as I'm aware. So you're gonna watch the funeral and and wank and protest. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm already sick of talking about it. Can you go to the funeral if uh, like can, can, do can and like the public attend the funeral? No, I'm not the funeral, but I think her body is gonna lay in state for a couple of days, and you could file past it with the rest of like the whatever people and as much as i love like death and macabre things the queen is not hot i don't need to see her mind you i've paid for that casket so i should probably go and spit on it at the very least because i've paid for it well that would be great can you wear a sick and wrong shirt well of course oh my god i I fully endorse this (laughs) (laughs) if there's any uh (laughs) listeners down south especially in london uh please go and wear a sick and wrong t-shirt and get your picture taken in front of the casket and spit on it on the way out. You've paid for it, buddies. You've paid for it. You'll be the, uh, I don't know, like the the the, the honorary uh, patron saint of sick and wrong. It's also not a corpse I would fuck or eat. I'm putting that out there. Well, she might eat yours, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> um, so Charles, finally king. He's been waiting a very long time for that. His um, fingers have. I'm surprised he didn't offer you to know? eat and fuck his mother? No, just offer, like kill her, so he could be king. Well, yeah, I they mean, why done not? He's going to be Game a bumbling idiot. His fingers smell like Camilla's fanny. He's also as old as Biden. How old is that man? Late seventies. He's 70s? too old. If he had any sense, he would just say, "Look, look, guys, do you know what? My son is young. He's he's balding already. 
let my son be king. Well, I bet you will in a decade. When he dies. Judging by... I know I keep going on about his fingers, but they are truly horrific. But judging by his fingers, he probably has a bad heart and will die soon. Yeah, isn't it when you have swollen fingers, it's bad circulation? They just look like sausages. Hmm. Camilla must like that. Um, you know, honestly, I gotta say, first of all, I don't really spend much time thinking about the queen, but I just never thought she would die. Well, what? mainly because lizard people have a 400-year <laughs> lifespan. I just hey, how do you think... know that? No, I, I've read about it. I've read, uh, you know, David Icke's Did papers. Did a lizard person come forward and say, I live to be 400? No, I'm just saying, David Icke, he has some some papers he's written. I've re- I've read his articles, and uh, you know he's surmised that the royal family are reptilian humanoids, and they yeah they have a they have a longer lifespan than humans. That's what I chalked it up to. I mean, the woman's like ninety six. Yeah, we're all going to start living to ninety six with all these these health kicks that we can do. So it's actually like what it's probably going to be a normal age to die ninety six. Well, you know, conspiracy theories, though, abound about the royal family. They always have. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, I've already read that Prince Charles is a vampire. Um, Meghan no, Markle. he's not sexy enough to be a vampire. You have to be sexy to be a vampire is like rule number one. Not, not all vampires are sexy. Name an unsexy vampire. Nosferatu. Nosferatu has his own charms, especially when he's played by Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe hangs dong as Nosferatu well. All vampires is not have a big sexy vampire. You, you watch what we do in the shadows, the documentary. Remember the, the all of them. The Nosferatu vampire lived in the basement. Yeah, it's like Master Barlow has his charms. Yeah, but I wouldn't say he's sexy. Master Barlow was really old, I would and say I'm pretty Prince sure Charles, when he was younger, he was handsome. Prince Charles could could look like a Nosferatu type vampire no, with, he's with not, fat no. fingers. He's another type of cryptid. Um, was it? I think it was Paul Bettany who said Meghan Markle might be a sleeper agent for the FBI, CIA. But, yeah, yeah, whatever. I think she's a bit of a dumbhead, but okay. Um, what did they say? Uh, Queen Elizabeth One was like the original Shakespeare. There's all sorts of conspiracy <laughs> theories about the royal family, but right now. The ones about Queen Elizabeth II and her death are uh, are hilarious. I don't know, I don't know if you've read, read anything about like QAnon is is out of control. Their their heads are like they're, they're off their tits right now with theories about the Queen's death. Oh, I bet um, they are. Yeah, I read on uh, a, a quote here from a QAnon account on Telegram: "May she burn in hell for eternity." This is right. This is this morning. So right after they they announced that she was dead. So happy the evil witch is dead. And that was like, who wrote the Kate Rambo? When did you you're on Telegram? I no idea. I didn't write that, but um Willerberg said there was a, a tweet that he tagged me on Discord where it was like somebody was talking about how they they're better than the Queen because they've had more cocks than her. And that's my stance. I've taken more dicks than the Queen, so I'm already a better person than she is. She's a very private woman. You have no idea how many dicks she's taken. She was nonced, so she's had one cock her entire life. I don't what does know. she know about good cock? Plus, Greeks are just Jews without money. She married a Greek. You have no idea. She's very private. Um, <laughs> we're going to discuss some of these uh, conspiracy theories um, uh, about the queen. Uh, but before we get into that, um, people, you got to sign up for the Patreon. Seriously. I know we talk about it every week, but if you like what we do, if you genuinely appreciate the show, if you've been listening to the show for like years, you need to sign up for the Patreon. You really do. It's not like we're using this money 
to buy caviar and cocaine. We're not. I wish. <laughs> we're, we're using this money to put it back into the show. I mean. You get a discard, which is only accessible through the patron. Exactly. But, but that's the thing. People just think like, oh, you just do a podcast. It actually does cost money. And I've been paying it out of pocket for years because, you know, I enjoy doing this. Um, but yeah, I mean, you got show expenses, you got hosting fees, advertising, audio equipment. There's a lot of money that goes into doing this every week. Uh, but since we've had Patreon, it's cool because I can actually just pay for it out of the money we, we earn every month. And I do appreciate a, it. Yeah, it's a people's podcast paid for by the people. It's supported by the by our listeners. So it's like, you know, you, you people are directly responsible for keeping the show going, keeping it sick and wrong um every week and and the fact of the matter is it's not like we're asking you to pay like 50 bucks a month which i mean you know i was reading uh the cash me outside girl she had her uh-huh. only her only tier on her only fans is 24 dollars, and she made 42 million pounds last year she's not even that hot though she's not somebody who i would be like oh yeah she's worth 24 quid a month i mean i imagine her asshole and pussy look like anyone else's asshole and pussy Right? No, I doubt it. I bet you it's just horrendous. That, I don't, I, she's no, a, she's, she's just She's a not horrid me. creature. You have no idea what she shags. Anyway. That's the, true. The, the fact of the matter is, I'm just saying, we're not asking for that much. Five bucks a month. And then you get two full shows. You get the main show. You get the second show. Double sick and wrong every week. The second show this week um, is going to be a, a, speci, a special. We've got a special <laughs> guest host because I'm going to be in the Bay Area. Well, what yeah, are you saying about my host? Here. She's not special. She's very sexy. Sexy, special. I'm just I'm, I'm keeping mysterious. So they're building up the suspense, <laughs> you know. Um, and also, just for a few dollars more, you get the full Sick and Wrong archives. You get access to our bonus uh, mini-sode, uh, Sick and Wrong Overkill. There's a lot going on in the Patreon. We do appreciate oh, yeah. you supporting the show. Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. I'm going to play a quick promo from Her Majesty, the Queen. <laughs> she actually was a fan. I don't know a lot of people, I don't know if people knew this. I sent her a shirt one time. Never saw her wear it, but I'm assuming she did at night. She probably slept in that. No, no panties. Uh, But anyway, we're going to play this promo from the Queen, and then we're going to find out if the reason that she lived so long was because she was a cannibal. Greetings, loyal subjects in the UK and in the colonies. I love the Sick and Wrong Patreon. It gives me news stories, extra phone calls, and lots of tips on how to deal with my son Andrew, the sweaty nonce. Anybody found in the UK or the colonies not subscribed to the Patreon will face beheading. Thank you. So Kate Rambo, there are a lot of conspiracy theories circulating about right now about the Queen Elizabeth II. I'm going to get so knocky during this because I already hate the royals and I hate conspiracy theories. So here's a whole episode about conspiracy theories against the royals. These are so whacked. You're going to just see how whacked QAnon is. But not just QAnon. Everyone. Just a lot of people. Any, any of these people who, uh, who, who perpetuate these asinine theories on the internet. I'm talking to you, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Have I told you my boss at work, not the dog killing boss, the other one. I won't use his full name on the show. I talk about him on the Patreon though. He genuinely believes that the queen is um, a hologram and has been a hologram for a very long time. She was actually meant to die in September of this year. So next, uh, he's on holiday for two weeks, but when I see him in two weeks time, I'm going to be very intrigued 
as to what his theory about the queen, the hologram, dying early is going to be. I hate you know, him. But that's not an original theory. That's a QAnon theory. A very popular QAnon theory is that she's been dead for a long time and they've been trying to find the right time to break the news. Um, on a QAnon message board, they said she died several months ago. Some say she died years ago. And she went through this kind of transitional embalming process <laughs> along with, and then after that, they've kind of like kept her away, hidden away, but then they did CGI and a oh. body double with CGI, a computer generated image um, that, that, that made her look like she still exists. They, they also claim that, that, that Biden is a, a computer generated image as well. You know, okay. that she doesn't even exist. But yeah, they, they say, this is one Telegram user here from QAnon says, she's been CGI for a while now. I'm surprised it's just being announced now. And they Having said, seen, like, when you look back at the CGI, in every film ever that isn't Jurassic Park, the original Jurassic Park, CGI isn't that good, is it? You know what things are CGI. The Queen is not CGI, nor is she a hologram, because hologram technology isn't good either. Um, they say that picture of her shaking hands with uh, with uh, the new British Prime Minister, Liz Truss, it doesn't even look like the Queen. They think that's a hologram. That's a computer-generated image. You know when people are at Death Star and they're literally about to die? I wouldn't be shaking the Queen's hand, would you? I'd be like, I can see Death has got his clammy hand on your shoulder and it's nearly time for you, honey. I'm not jinxing it. Get back um, to bed. <laughs> I don't know. I probably... I'd probably give her a fist bump. <laughs> As she's no, because then then Lady Death is looking at you going, You're on my list too, buddy. <laughs> What's up, Bish? <laughs> um some of them believe that uh that uh that the royal family here, and not to mention, you know, definitely the Queen and Charles are part of a cabal that control the world. And they're coordinating news of her death to distract people from a power grab, seize control of the banking system. And various other nefarious actions. So it's like a diversion of the news cycle, and that's why they're announcing her death right now. I would. I wish somebody would take control of the banking system because it wasn't our pound like the lowest it's ever been. Like just in the last week, they were like the pound is majorly sucking right now. I was like, yeah, it is because every time I go over to America, it's basically I just treat it like it's the same money now. Possibly. We used to live like kings in America, D, when we came over on our holidays to Orlando. Yeah, your money was we almost double. Kings amongst Not anymore. Ants. Not anymore. How's it feel? Um, a QAnon conspiracist here hypothesized that the queen ran out of adrenochrome. You know, <laughs> that they, 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 they distill from uh, young children. Um, they harvest it from their kids' brains. Uh, another QAnon follower said, what if it's today? Nine plus eight equals 17 and they yeah. obsess QAnon obsessed about the number 17 because Q is the 17th letter of the alphabet um also 17 <laughs> is the maximum age that Prince Andrew will announce if you are 17 and under it's game game on one of the uh, most popular conspiracy theories about the queen and the royals in general is that they are shape-shifting reptiles this is the most famous. It's a very, it's a very popular one. And you know what? It's not even QAnon that, that came up with this, surprisingly. They just parrot it because they have no uh -huh. original original thought. You know, they, they, they can't really think of anything original. They just pretty much like parrot whatever conspiracy and put a twist on it, add Donald Trump. 
That's pretty much Can what I just they do. say, as somebody who finds all lizards and reptilians exquisitely very cute, I just don't understand why they would be evil because they're so adorable. Did you ever they see? Would... Did you ever see V? Oh, V is a little bit before my time, but I'm very aware of the very, very sexy costumes in V. Yeah, they're reptilians. They come here to eat us, harvest us. It makes sense. If, you, so if you're if my generation, you'd have seen V, you'd be like, all right, I don't know if I trust them. Don't know is if that I why trust all them. you guys love uh, disco pants and kind of like any tight lycra on a woman? You guys lose your mind for it. You know, I I like I kind of like a little bit of makeup so you can see some of the lizard skin underneath her skin. So it's like you kind of use some special <gasps> yeah. effects makeup. That would be good for a Halloween costume. Maybe I'll do turns that. me on. Um, this conspiracy theory here about that Queen Elizabeth II is a shape shifting rep- reptile um, originated with David Ike. David Ike, your countryman, uh, he's the man behind the idea that Queen Elizabeth II was a was actually a reptilian humanoid, a giant lizard person. And he's written books about this. He claims that the Anunnaki, which we've mentioned that before here on the show, they're the reptilians, have controlled humankind since ancient times. And it's not just Queen Elizabeth, the George Bush, G.W. Bush, Henry Kissinger, Bill and Hillary Clinton. I'd believe it with Hillary. Um, Bob Hope. <laughs> Bob Hope. Nah, he doesn't look like a lizard. Um, so Ike subscribes to this it's an illuminati conspiracy theory that there's a secret society made up of royals and businessmen and politicians that they actually pull the strings of the world they're the ones who control governments from behind the scenes you know that kind of means it's code word for jews i'm surprised they haven't brought that up pull the Um, strings this is what i never get about these conspiracy theories okay so Everyone in a position of power is just an, a, a reptile in disguise. Oh, yes. It's like no when idea, people do you? past life regressions and none of them are ever like, oh, I was just a servant. I was just a hooker. They're always like, I was Queen Cleopatra and then I became Marilyn Monroe. Like, why, why aren't there normal people who are just reptilians just, you know, owning the chippy down the road? There probably are. You have no idea. They're in disguise. Super cute. I think my favorite reptile, I love Komodo dragons. Everyone loves a Komodo dragon, don't they? But I really love monitor lizards because they're huge and they're very huggable and adorable. I would give a kiss on the lips to one of them. Monitor lizards. We'll look at pictures of lizards. Have you ever hugged a monitor lizard? No, I would though. But we'll look at pictures of lizards. Don't hug a monitor lizard. They're cute. That's almost more ridiculous than this theory about Queen Elizabeth II. So anyway, Ike was asked by an interviewer if he actually believed this theory and where it stems from. And he said, I didn't sit in a dark room and come up with this or even go looking for it. He said, I went to 90 countries and I researched this. And people all over the globe provide the same evidence to back up his lunatic theories. Um, he claimed it took the form of meeting people who tell experiences of seeing people often in positions of power that changed from human into reptilian form right in front of their very eyes. And the reptiles didn't eat them. No, I mean, maybe, I mean, they're, 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 they're an intelligent life form. And he says that even in the Bible, they have accounts of reptiles interbreeding with humans to form hybrid bloodlines. And that's what they think the royals are. Is that they've oh, the made it with these reptiles? What the fucking Bible is that, mate? 
You know, I don't know. I'm assuming the New Testament because the Old Testament that uh, that the Torah is based. You know, the Torah is the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we didn't have any of this reptile malarkey. All right. I would. Uh, can someone send me the part of the Bible where it says that a reptile is fucking a person? Unless he means snakes. Like I can get the metaphor of the snake giving Eve the apple. Is that what he means? It's a metaphor, and he doesn't. I think understand. the snake was a big green cock. Is what it is. <laughs> Um, so the hybrids, he said the hybrids become demigods, part human, part God. And their hybrid bloodlines were the ones that became the royal families of the world. Not just, not just England, like everywhere. Chinese empire, um, they claim the right to be emperor because they're descended from a serpent God. It's all founded on the myth of the dragon. Look at House of the Dragon. Game I of Thrones. I don't want to look at House of the Dragon. They ride dragons. dragons around because they fuck serpents. They fuck snakes. That's what they do. Have you, have you ever seen Flight of the Dragons? Yeah, yeah. The old 70s movie? <gasps> yeah, it's an animated movie from, like, was it not the 80s? And the animated one with wizards, and then they become dragons, Peter the Dragon. I love Flight of the Dragons. They suck those dragon dicks. I hope you knew that. I used um, to fancy the evil wizard on Flight of the Dragons. He, Just I think he aside. fancies dragon dick. Um, so anyway, he says, look at the ancient text in the Bible. Do you really think the snake in the Garden of Eden was a snake? Oh, there we go. No, of course it isn't. It's a freaking metaphor. It's a metaphor for man, for women being turned by a man's dick. And let me tell you, that happened to me too. I was a good, a, getting a, a grades and everything student, looking forward to a life of, you know, being a rich scholar. And then I got turned by punk rock dick. And look at me now. On a podcast. The Hebrew name for snake means two-legged, standing upright humanoid reptile, according to David <laughs> Icke. So there you go. You know, it's like they're 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 perpetuating the bloodline. Um, he said, in order to maintain control, Ike claims that these hybrids had to spread their bloodlines into top political and business families across the globe, and that's how they 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 stay in power. I don't think a reptile would be a good lover. I'm putting it out there. I think something like a leopard or a cheetah would be a good lover because they've got, you know, that sexy kind of shoulder action that the big cats have. But a reptile is going to be cold, and I think they would just, just fuck and then create Are you in eggs. the beast yet? Like, have you ever had sex with an animal? No, but if I had to, it would be a big cat. No, but like have you? Because it sounds like you, you <laughs> fantasize about this. Uh, yeah, we've all thought about it. My I know we're married, but I don't cat. think I know this part of you. I only see you a couple months out of the year, <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't really know like what you get into. Um, a leopard or a cheetah, like a leopard or a cheetah, would build a fire. They would put on Telly Savalas on the record player, and they would ease you into it. But a reptile wouldn't, and they're cold. Although they would warm up to your body's temperature. I think a, a leopard or a cheetah or whatever would probably eat you. Um, they actually would. I think the, rap- that's what oh, no, they the do. reptile would afterwards. <laughs> the Komodo dragon would, for sure. Um, so when it, when asked, David Icke was actually asked by, uh, it was Terry Wogan who uh, interviewed him. He said, <laughs> Oh, really? So if shape shifting lizards are running the world, how come you can talk about it? Why do they tell you? Why do you remain safe? And he said, Because there's forces on the planet that do not want this. And so like they, Terry Wogan, they are for the ones that are protecting him. Who Terry Wogan is. They're they're uh, they're protecting him. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I, I, I honestly I think I can understand why that's a popular theory because it's and I can understand why QAnon would jump all over that one, right? Because now they can say like, oh, all polit- politicians and and you know liberal elites are all lizard people. Um, the Terry Wogan said he, 
that uh, you know your your theory is pretty far fetched. And what do you think of critics who who disagree with you? And this is what Ike said: I don't care if people believe it. I'm interested in what is going on, not winning popularity contests. It's the real That's deal. That David Ike. Uh, this is my favorite Queen theory: that the Queen's a cannibal. Go on. Have you heard this one? I have not heard this one, but I'm very intrigued. Because meat is bad for you. She wouldn't have made it to the age of 96 eating meat. Children, meat is good for you. A lot of protein. Um, so there's a conspiracy theory that proposes that the, the reason she has such a youthful appearance, I don't know how youthful she looked recently, but uh, the reason she had a youthful appearance and, and, and had such longevity is because she's eating children. So this theory dates back to a spurious figure, um, a man by the name of Hubert Humdinger. He was a philosopher. What an amazing name. Is Hubert Humdinger not the nonce in Lou and <laughs> That's what I thought, but that was Humbert Humbert. But it's yeah. very close. Um, but in 1973, he commented on the Queen's longevity. He, pu- he published an article in which he remarked that Elizabeth II was packed with more energy than the sun. <laughs> Yeah, and he said that the reason she looks so youthful is because she has a hidden habit of eating human flesh, child this flesh. This is like a Elizabeth Baffery keeping her pale white skin by bathing in the blood of virgins. But I don't know, did, did, did Elizabeth Bathory actually like eat the kids? It's all very like myth versus true life with Elizabeth Bathory. And I don't think, the, I wouldn't look at the queen and say, oh my God, she looks amazing at any point. Even but when she, she was younger, she was a time. very, she was what I would call a handsome woman. Like Sally Fields is a handsome woman. Yeah, but you, you ever see her smile? Look at those chompers. Those things could bite through ch- children's bones. They probably could. Um. Humdinger talked about the spiritual energy that's present in a human that can be transmitted through the consumption of meat. Especially children meat. I wouldn't know this. I'm vegetarian. Doesn't happen with tofu. Um, And Humdinger's not the only one who thinks this either. Uh, There was a financial analyst named Jim Willie who took this whole theory a little bit further. He suggests that the queen is a Satanist who sacrifices children in exchange for her youth. There has been zero recorded evidence of any Satanist killing children and eating them. But guess what there is a lot of evidence of? Catholic priests noncing on children. Plenty of evidence of that. Zero of Satanists doing any harm to fucking Well, anyone. there's some correlations here. So uh, Willie claims that uh, there's a lot of reports of missing children in Canada Every time the queen, queen arrived for a state visit. <laughs> yeah. She really loves Canadian ham. <laughs> a man by the name of William Combs, who's, who's also a Brit, he said that he witnessed the Queen of England kidnap 10 children from his residential Catholic school in 1964. You know what I love is just these men. Like there's a financial analyst popping up. There's this guy who's like, yeah, I was in Catholic school. Like, no, who are you people? Stop this. And I heard a couple uh, somewhat different accounts as to who discovered her secret refrigerator. Have you heard of this? Uh, no. Does she have a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer on it? And then there's like a skull and crossbones underneath. It's very close. Um, so in this one account, it's an anonymous soldier on guard in Windsor Castle 
Isn't that the Queen's summer residence? Yeah, I think so. I think she lived. I think that's where she's going to be buried. Is Windsor? Well, he found the secret freezer hidden in the kitchen. It's like in the back, like behind a know, like uh-huh. a mural or something. Anyway, he opened it up and he found arms, legs, a, a human torso inside. Of course, he did. I don't know. That's what they. And uh, this this theory. Is uh, is cited as evidence that uh, not only the queen but the entire royal, the entire family, everybody—Charles, Philip, uh, little William, Harry—they all consume human flesh to preserve their vitality and prolong their life. There is a very offensive word in that statement, and it's the word evidence. It's not—it's not evidence of anything. It is not concrete. It's fucking hearsay. I can say what I want about the queen. I can say that she died because she choked on a dildo. Doesn't mean it's true. Does it? All these financial analyst men who claim the queen is a cannibal. She's kidnapping 10 children. Who is she? Jimmy Savile? Even Jimmy Savile couldn't take 10 children at once. And he was a world level expert in nonce. Well, I, I would say, I don't know if he was actually eating kids, though. I mean, he was diddling them, but was he eating kids? I think that was his next stage. I mean, the man's favorite food is pork pies. Pork pies are so disgusting. So now the thing is, though, and that's, yes. you, you hear this and you're like, this is poppycock. That's my queen. This is preposterous. She would never eat a child. Is that your Leander impression as no, he's listening that, to that's this kind of a, That's what you're, you're manifesting. Okay, um, okay. But cannibalism is known to have been done by England's royalty in the past. Of course it will have been. Yeah, it's we recorded in many books. People. That not only the royalty ate human flesh, but Europeans in uh in the, in the old and new worlds were cannibals to a certain extent. Many used the flesh or other parts of, uh, of, of humans, children, for medicinal purposes. Corpse medicine is what they called it. And voodoo. Don't yeah. forget the voodoo. Uh, predecessors of Queen Elizabeth II, William III, and Queen Mary are both known to have consistently drank potions containing uh, pieces of a human skull. And they were all, they were all users of corpse medicine. You don't mean Queen Mary, the flower of Scotland, do you? Because if you are slagging off Queen Mary D, the full force of Scotland is coming for you. They, you will get so many angry emails. I'm just saying a lot of royalty used to use corpse medicine. That's what they used at the time. So to, to think that like, oh, well, if you eat, you know, human flesh, like a child's flesh is going to make you, it's going to preserve your vitality. I could see them being like, yeah, well, that makes sense. The corpse medicine, that's what the doctors are doing these days. It's the fad. It's the thing. It's like, look at Botox. I don't think kids would be necessarily very nice to eat. I think my ideal like candidate like would probably veal. be a woman between the ages of 18 to 24. So she's like grown up and she's like virile. Maybe she's just died of heart attack. And like, you know, she's not overweight. She's not skinny. That's a perfect specimen for eating. I doubt it. They're always stricken with herpes at that age. Get them younger. That's true. Um, <laughs> but this is another thing about your country here. So the queen could possibly do this. Like the royal family could possibly engage in cannibalism because cannibalism isn't against the law in England. Is it not? No. Well, it wasn't. I don't know if it is at this point, but uh, uh, the charge, it's, it's murder. But since the queen, it's the, it might be murder for other people because if you kill someone and eat someone, it's murder for other people. But the queen holds such a high position in the UK that oh, she'd have she to be caught killing or kidnapping in order to be arrested. So she has sovereign immunity. So she what has leeway so- to avoid these legal issues. 
What if an 18 to 24 year old girl died and she was in good stead, but in her will she said, Kate Rambeau can eat a part of me to see what it's like. Would that be allowed? If you, if you oh, if she put like a, in her will that you could eat her. Yeah, be like, as soon as I die within 24, because I would want fresh. I think the fresher the cops, the better. I'd be there like, boo, you know, like boohoo, sorry, mum and dad, as I'm like cutting off part of the flank. But you, you don't see anything wrong with that, though, right? Did you say that? Well, obviously, the British government doesn't either when cannibalism is not illegal. Therefore, it's not, there's nothing wrong with cannibalism. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's not illegal in the United Kingdom. I mean, maybe it is now. I, mean, I'm, I don't know when I, I, I don't know when this article's from. I think they would strike you down with the old desecration of a corpse law. But cannibalism in itself is not illegal. Well, there you go, Dee. That tells me everything I need to know. This is all the cases of cannibalism has the defender charged of murder and not being a cannibal. But also, that's what I'm saying. She has sovereign immunity because she's uh, the queen. So she could go, just because she's a queen, murder a kid and eat a kid, and she's not going to get charged with a crime. You know what? We haven't done this entire time yet. We've not made fun of her middle name. Can you say it like you're Trump? What is her middle name? Regina. Regina. Yeah. Hello, nice to meet you. Regina. Well, Regina has a very guarded personality. So you don't even really know. I mean, her private life's a mystery. You didn't hear much about what she does behind those closed doors. D, my private life is a mystery to the fucking queen. She never asked me what I was up to on a weekend. She never messaged me and said, do you want to meet up? She doesn't even know who I am. I don't know who she is. I'm just saying it's like for such a public prominent figure, we know very little about her private life. When she closed the doors of Windsor Castle, we have no idea how many kids she's slaughtering, bathing in their blood, eating their flesh. We don't know. I mean, she's lived to be 96. That's a long time for a person. You keep saying that, but 96 is like, what? Is going to be the norm nowadays. People are living longer and healthier lives. So 96 is in like 20 years time, I think will be considered kind of young. I think it's easy to live to be 96 when you never have to cook your own meals. You don't have to work. Do you don't have to like, pay yeah, bills, do anything. You have to drive on the 101 for 48 minutes in traffic just no, to go two she... miles. Yeah, no, The woman seriously. had her own terrain. She had her own fucking train, so she didn't have to sit with the people. She didn't even have to pick up her dog's shit. What are those? She didn't things? have to what do are, anything. What are those dogs that she had? I'm blank on the name. Cor- cor- uh, corgis. 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 That's what she had. Did she have like a, like several of them? Oh yeah, I mean they're the only dog she endorsed was Corgis, and so I think there... actually she had five at one point, and now they're down to like one. It's like the last living one from that lineage. But there was probably a person who was like the royal dog shit cleaner, right? Oh, of course, and I bet my taxes pay for them. <laughs> Pays for them. Um, Fuck the royals. Moving on, uh, conspiracy theorist Lyndon LaRouche. He said Queen Elizabeth II was part of an international drug trade. Remember this? No. This is a good one, though. I like this. Yeah, well, I think it was, uh, God, I forget. This is probably about 10 years ago. Police arrested six soldiers from one of the Queen's uh, life regiments and one veteran. And uh, they're all suspected of being involved in drug deals and money laundering. Cocaine is what they were dealing. I don't think the queen ever did drugs herself unless she was doing goofballs during World War II. They don't know. I mean, the, the fact that her personal guard was all arrested for dealing cocaine. She had no oh, idea. I, yeah, of course, they're, they're fucking soldiers. Of course, they're partying 
but I don't think the queen has anything to do with drugs. She doesn't look the type. I don't think the queen has ever even had an orgasm. Oh, well, I don't know. Let alone done reels of fucking cocaine. Philip is flipping in his grave right now. <laughs> he does not look like a people pleaser. P- excuse me. He never ate pussy. He probably ate young dick, but that was about it. I don't know. I, th- I think he had his fair share. A little bit of rogering back in his day. Well, he did um, get her through noncery, so. Uh, prime. This is another theory that I actually kind of like. I kind of want this to be true. It'd be amazing if this actually uh, uh, came out as 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 reality. Prime Minister Liz Truss poisoned Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, through the handshake. She had like through the handshake. This is a very like poison ivy. Like so, she would have had like a layer of wax on her hand, and then on top of that would have been the poison. And then when she shook the queen's hand, it was like ha ha ha. That's how the Russians do it. That's how they kill yeah. political dissonance. So I mean, it makes sense. Um, and there's a tweet that came out. Uh, Twitter username Politics Joe. I don't know if that's a QAnon person or not, uh, but it said the exact moment renowned Republican Liz Truss poisoned the queen, and this was above a photo. Prime Minister Trust. It was recent. That was only a few days ago. Uh, reaching out to shake hands with the Queen on what would have been two days before her death. So conspiracy theorists say what was in her hand? I'm going for Liz Truss murdered her. This is entirely viable. She's done it in a poison ivy way. Good for her. That's going to be amazing. I'm sure you've heard this theory before that Queen Elizabeth II killed Princess Di. Oh, everyone knows. About everyone this. knows about this one, and people have been talking about this for twenty-five years. But I was looking into it to find out, like, why would the queen kill her? You know, her her son's well, ex-wife, I guess, at this point, right? Well, she'd been slagging her off. But D, how do they know that Princess Diana didn't have any dandruff? How? Because they found her head and shoulders all over the dashboard. <laughs> That's, a, that's some A-list material right there. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> um, so the, the theory goes like this. Diana was pregnant, and Dodie was about to propose. Do you hear this part? Yeah. Yes. So MI6 had Diana and Dodie murdered on the order of the royal family, specifically Prince Philip and Queen Elizabeth II. The reason is because she was pregnant with Dodie's child. And so the pair were about to announce their engagement, um, which was, was unpalatable to the royal family. They could not accept that an Egyptian Muslim could eventually be the stepfather of the future king of England. So they Indeed. had him whacked, both of them. What, what was the last thing that went through Princess Diana's mind before she died? Um, on the back of her head. The steering wheal. The steering wheel. <laughs> so MI6 and the establishment put a special operation in a place to have Diana and Dodie killed. So, I don't know. Was it a covert operation that happened here? They even claimed that the Henry Paul, the driver of the car, was an informant for the security services who may have deliberately caused a crash. Another thing, too, witnesses say that they saw bright flashes around Diana's car. So there's a, there's, a the, there's a theory here that there was a white Fiat that was suspiciously following the car in the tunnel and even left forensic evidence on the Mercedes before driving away. 
they think that the Fiat was driven by MI6 agents who blinded Henry, the driver of the bright flash, causing him to lose control of the vehicle. AD, oh, <laughs> what do Pink Floyd and Princess Diana have in common? Um, something about the wall. Both of their biggest hits are the wall. <laughs> That's what I figured. Um, another bit, another claim here, the conspiracy theory, uh, was that uh, she was treated at the scene for an extended period before being moved to the hospital where she could have actually been saved. So the doctors were in on it. What do you think? Her last words, uh, this isn't a joke. Her last words were, my God, my God, what's happened? It's like, fucking, you hit a bollard. Oh, yeah, no, but they would have been French. Bleeding out like, at this you point? have hit the bollard. I don't know. Um, so QAnon also believes that, that uh, Queen Elizabeth II murdered Princess Di because Princess Di learned of a blackmail scheme involving convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein oh, and uh, Prince Andrew. Did you know that uh, Princess Diana was actually on the radio on the night that she died? But like she was before? also all over the whole dashboard as well. <laughs> These are great. Wait, are you just you looking at these up on a website, or do you write these all out yourself? <laughs> Two of them I knew <laughs> off by heart. And the rest of you just everyone up, has a princess Diana princess joke. Princess Diana everyone jokes. has one they've memorized. These are great. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Maybe you should take this act out on the road. I would love to do a Princess Diana forward slash nine eleven joke hour where I just tell nine eleven and Princess Diana jokes. I want to see you do this when you move to LA because there's a stand up comedian. You fucking throw a rock and you'll hit one. Go up there, do your nine eleven routine, Princess Di Holocaust jokes. No, Holocaust doesn't really fit in. Princess Diana and nine eleven kind of walk hand in hand through a field. Well, Holocaust so? is its own hour long special. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can mix in a few Holocaust jokes, throw in some Princess Die, maybe a Waco, Texas joke. Again, Waco, Texas is completely out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Princess Diana and 9 11 are similar. How is Princess Die's conspiracies? Just because they're both kind of hilarious. <laughs> but I think you find, the, you find the Holocaust hilarious. You like no, Holocaust I don't find the Holocaust hilarious, but I make jokes about the Holocaust. But you like Holocaust. So that's what I'm saying. You got Holocaust jokes. It'd be like a three-part comedy act. You could probably do at least a 15-minute set. Five minutes well, each one. Well, it's worked very well for Jimmy Carr, who makes jokes about all of the above, hasn't it? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They don't, I can't think of a single female comedian who's done any, who's gone up and just did a whole, especially British, doing a whole thing of like these Diana jokes, then follow up with like a, well, now we're going to move to the Holocaust. Whole thing on the Holocaust, and then end it with 9-11 as a closer. I could open for Jimmy Kyle. I think it would be great. I would film about this. About a similar height. I want to film this, because I think it would be hilarious. You're going to have to Again. write some of your original content, though. Not, just don't take it from the internet. But Well, that's true. I did know those two jokes off by heart, but the other two I didn't. I, see, I didn't I like the Pink Floyd it. one. Why would I ever memorize a Pink Floyd joke? Pink Floyd good, are actually though. the, the joke wall, of that There's joke. a good punchline. I could see that working. I, I could see this work. I say we I say we kind of polish it a little bit, do an open mic. I'll film it. This would be That's, this would be viral. Wear a sick and wrong shirt. You know what? The nine eleven jokes would land. <laughs> they would land in Britain. But you can't take nine eleven jokes to America because you guys have no sense of humor about it. That's the beauty of it. I'm coming up with these great ideas. Stage. 
you go up there and just do it and see how people react. I think this would be almost an experiment in comedy. Well, Jimmy Carr gets away with it and is a multi-billionaire, so good for him. Jimmy Carr does it because of his laugh. But I mean, if you, but that's what I'm saying, <laughs> a woman doing it, you don't even need to do the laugh. You can just like get through it and just like, bam, 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 like all one-liners. That's what Jimmy Carr does. And Mitch Hedberg too, but he was Yeah, but Mitch Hedberg part. doesn't do uh, like edgy, edgelord type stuff. Mitch Hedberg does just kind of like witty, observational, kind of like uh, Stephen Wright kind of thing. But I'm thinking this would be more like Jimmy Carr related. You're gonna have to do you're gonna have to do some crowd work though. We'll we'll work on this. We'll work on this. <laughs> Let me wrap this up. So uh, another Q, one of the other things that the QAnon feel Queen Elizabeth's uh, death has signaled is the it's the trigger for the coming storm. And you know what this storm is gonna bring? Uh, winter in Britain is gonna suck this year. I don't know. Donald Trump's return to power. Oh, as it should be, because if I could vote, I would vote for the Trumpster. Why not? And Donald Trump is going to bring all the global elites to justice. All the lizard people, Donald Trump's going to bring them to justice. Because Donald Trump isn't a he's global an elite. He's so not what's a global Donald elite. Trump? Well, he's not an elite. He's, he's, a, he's, a, a, you know, he's the salt of the earth American, just like every other working class American. He's, that's a, he's a, a champion of justice. Well, we all know he's not in my field of people. He's not working class, is he? In fact, I don't think he's ever worked a day in his life. No, he's working class. He's just like us. No, no. There's a difference <laughs> between the working class, the middle class, and the upper class. And no, he's but not that, working that's class, what I, mate. That's what I love about QAnon and a lot of these like really hardcore MAGA people. It's like, seriously, dude? This guy has never worked a day in his life. His father bought him buildings and you actually think he has any kind of connection or relation to you? I mean, he wouldn't even spit on you. I wouldn't want Trump spit on me. Oh my god! But, but he so wouldn't. Unhorny. He wouldn't. He wouldn't even spit on them. And that's the thing. But yet they 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 idolize the guy. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing. Queen Elizabeth's death. Donald Trump returning to power. Global elites being brought to justice. So there's going to be it's, it's there's a coming storm. There's going to be ten days of darkness. That's what Q predicted. And then Trump will become president again. Power, you know, in power of the first world. That's what's going to happen. Uh, uh, yeah, there's, I don't get how the Queen and Trump are connected, considering they're two completely different sides of the planet. But okay, okay, QAnon. Don't try to okay. rationalize QAnon. It's not going to work. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying it. Like, <laughs> let's then just see what happens. Yeah, just believe. I want to believe. I really do. I think there's... But going to be riots in Britain because there's not going to be any fucking spot for 10 days. The men will riot. I want to believe, but I'm not retarded. That's kind of <laughs> how I feel about QAnon. You um, should make that t-shirt. Yeah, I want to believe. I do. I want to believe in the lizard people. I want to believe that Trump's not part of the global elite and that he's going to bring the... Pe and I want to believe that Tom Hanks is a pedophile and in charge of a whole satanic pedophile ring. But... I'm not retarded. That's, I that's see the, the front saying, I want to believe, and then there's the QAnon logo, <laughs> yeah, and then no, the back the says, but, but I'm, I'm not, not retarded. retarded. <laughs> the problem is you're going to see people from certain angles, and they're going to think, oh, my God, this is a Q guy. And then other people are going to be like, you said the R word. You're going to get hate on all sides. Exactly. Um, this is a great T-shirt. You should make it. Post-haste. My final conspiracy theory, I'm going to wrap this up, and this is my favorite one. Queen Elizabeth was an unrepentant boozer. She was a total souse. Do you ever hear this? 
I mean, her mum was. Her mum definitely talked about her love of gin. Well, there's a former chef to both the Queen and Princess Diana um, that said that uh, Her Majesty threw back four cocktails a day, which technically makes her a binge drinker. What what four cocktails does she like? I don't know what she drank, actually. I didn't even look that up. I should have. I'd like to know what four cocktails she was throwing back. Because five o'clock is obviously cocktail hour. So you have to have a cocktail at cocktail hour. It's like the law. And then you'll probably she'll probably have a cocktail with dinner and then after dinner. And then she'll maybe have like an aperitif too. So there you go. There's four. It's stacked up. Four cocktails makes you a binge drinker? Are you out of your fucking mind? That's not binge drinking. What I do is that's binge drinking. That's breakfast. But no, even that's not that's alcoholism if you're having fucking booze at breakfast. Ah, I've I've had like two bloody berries and two screwdrivers for breakfast and it hasn't been bad. Like I yeah, don't think I'm a binge drinker. It's a good start to the day. But if you're an alcoholic, you're you're starting the day with booze and then for lunch you're having booze and then for dinner you're having booze. What she's having is probably just what the elites do anyways. Cocktail hour, aperitif, something for dinner and something after dinner. That's like, that's not binge drinking. That's I culture. don't think so. And you know what? Believe me, if you're the queen, do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? I fucking, I'm so glad she's dead. <laughs> just so fucking glad she's gone. Um, You know, that's the thing. I think uh, conspiracy theories, I mean, say what you will. I find them very entertaining. Other people feel that uh, it makes sense of what they're unable to control. So it's like, you know, they, they fear what's happening in the world, and that's how they, they make sense of it with these preposterous, ridiculous theories. However, I do uh, really want to believe that Queen Elizabeth was a lizard person. I don't, because I think lizards are really, really cute, and it brings... It's like when if somebody calls you a snake and they use it as an insult. Personally, if somebody called me a snake, I'd be like, why, thank you. Because snakes are utterly delightful. They're so cute with their little faces and their little tongues that dart in and out. Lizards are good looking. I hope a lizard is listening to this like a bearded dragon and it's knowing that I, I mean you, Mr. B, Mr. Bearded Dragon. I think you're very good looking. Um, I think you want to have sex with a lizard and that's no, disturbing. I've, that is disturbing. Only. On that note, people, this is episode 860 <laughs> here of Sick and Wrong. Um, you can uh, uh, call the Sick and Wrong hotline actually at 323-522-4032 and we have a couple calls we're going to play in just one moment right after this message from Adam and Eve. Wrong listeners, this is Trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you. It's Kay Rambo. We have a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Um, this first call is actually not tor- not directed towards me, not directed towards you. It's for Chi-Chi. <gasps> Chi-Chi's with me right now. He's sat right next to me. Yeah. Chi-Chi, look at this phone call. <laughs> look at the phone call, but don't listen to it. You can look at it. 
This this person is calling in just for Chi-Chi, so Aww. keep that in mind. Hello, Chi-Chi. It's Gene Oregon. I care about you, Chi-Chi. I care about you. Your, your mommy leaves you and goes away on holiday. And when she's away, I'm going to come and I'm going to steal you so I can have a cat army like Sophie. Chi-Chi, you're going to come and live with me, with my other kittens. Would you like that? I love you, but not too much, but just enough. I'll see you soon, my little son. Well, G- Gino here is attracted to uh, cats as well. You guys have a lot in common. He wants a cat army. I can understand that. Sophie does have a cat army too. Does he want to be like Willard? Just so, Yeah, but with cats. I think just that's how cats? most people want to be as they get older, is to just have an army of cats at your disposal do you think he's going to like do a whistle and the cats will all like kind of you know again re- like group up behind him and then attack like, that's the feature word. i want for myself yes and they're all just gonna come up that'd be great he should get get an attack that's what gino gino new business idea for you i don't know what you do for a living attack cats your people it's have catchy. attack dogs, but attack cats, they see at night, they can jump, fall off the ceiling right on top of you. They're quiet. They're silent killers. Gino does have a, a beautiful cat. It's probably one of the most beautiful cats I've ever seen called Ninja. She's all black. So there you go. It's an attack cat. Ninja could do it. I wonder if he's trained Ninja to do things. I've, I've tried with Caliban, but I think he's too dim. Chi-Chi can sit at a command, but you've got to have a treat in the other hand. <laughs> But he'll, he'll do sit. it. He'll sit. He'll walk on his hind legs. Like if you have a treat. You can make, yeah, you can make him walk on his hind legs. But I mean, the thing I love about cats is they're obviously not like dogs. Dogs, you know, you can tri- rule with an iron fist and they'll just love you as their beloved master. But cats still have that streak of independence in them, which is the most enviable thing about them. They're just like, no, nah, I'm doing what I want. I've Screw always you. questioned that. Like, is it because they you know, they have this kind of like independent personality or if it's just their brains are the size of walnuts. I think it's because they don't 100% trust us. Cats use us to get things and they love us. Like there's no doubt that Chi-Chi loves me, but they don't quite trust us. And I like that about them. They also might not have been domesticated as long as dogs have. But, no, you know, they definitely have haven't. That's probably what it is. Um, no, I've tried months, almost a year, to get Caliban to stand up on his hind legs and walk with me so like i could go out you know for a walk and like walk my cat but he'd be on his hind legs i thought that'd be really cool i was also really stoned when i came up with the idea didn't work didn't work well caliban is um fiaty of the outside that's true i you know i did train hecubus though to use the toilet i think that's so disgusting cats (laughs) should not be using your toilet like we have a toilet and they have a toilet that's, that's as nature intended. No, we exchanged toilets. No, you shouldn't. Oh, what were you going in the cafe? <laughs> I do. I would also like to point out that I do feel bad every time I leave Chichi because me and Chichi are very bonded, and he doesn't like anyone the way he likes me. So I feel very sad for him. But I won't be leaving him for like much longer. And people leave their cats all the time. I'm always like, how can you leave your cat? I don't have any problem with it. <laughs> You're not going, bonded I'm going to, to your San cat Francisco the way I'm and like, yeah, I'm not gonna have to deal with that annoying animal for two days. It's almost like vacation for me. Yeah, me me and Chi Chi are very bonded and we love each other. <laughs> like it's that simple. I miss him when I'm away from him. Like he's he's my baby angel. Train him to attack. 
I'm going to. I will. I think he would attack for me. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, well, thank you there, Gino. Um, I don't think you should catnap Chi-Chi. I don't think, I think he's a lover, not a fighter. You can you can look after Chi-Chi if you want. I don't know how he would cope with your other two cats. But I would love for you to have a cat army. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Train him to attack. All right, next call we have here is from Tim. Oh, nice. Hey, Dean Kate, this is Tim calling in. I got a story that was brought back to the top of mind after listening to... Uh, the episode about Nathaniel Barjona. Um, so, as a much younger man, um, I worked in the newborn nursery in a hospital. Um, and so I was just a, a secretary. I wasn't delivering babies or doing circumcisions or whatever. Um, I, was- I was just about to ask that. Could you imagine how annoying that place would be to work? Oh, the sounds. You yeah. think it'd be soundproof? Oh, you think they're just kind of in a room where they're just... But then you open a door and it's just like... 30 babies just screeching and then you shut the door and then you open it up and then you shut it. Yeah. God, that'd be terrible. What does a male secretary do at a baby clinic? Pick up lots of sliz. <laughs> well, oh, I yeah. mean, it's all stretched out sliz. High five, Tim. No, the girls that work there, there's probably like all these nurses that work there. They're young. You know, That's they're, in, true, they're yeah. in estrus. But won't their estrogen be super high and they'll be looking at all the babies going, I want one. So you can't shag that schliz because they'll be trying to get pregnant. Yeah, that's, that's why you get a vasectomy. He probably had a vasectomy oh, when he was working there. Yeah, he's a smart guy, that Tim. Getting some sliz. Answering phones, doing charts, filling orders, flirting with nurses and nursing students, you know. Normal what did I say? Young guys stuff. And so one of the nurses I worked with she was, you know, seasoned, seen some shit, and um, her name was Liz, and told me about Liz. this time she was working in the ER, um, and this big fat guy was brought in by, a, you know, the EMTs and fire department. Um, so apparently he had lived on fast food, he was, you know, driving around in his car, whatever, and reached to a point where he couldn't actually get out of his car. And so my memory's hazy, you know, I, I, I don't know how... How is that possible? But if he can get in, how can he not get out? Because it must be hard enough to get in, right? Well, how does he go to the bathroom? Does he just shit in his pants? I think when they get to that like stage, it's mew mew, rag on a stick, isn't it? Yeah, he'll be shitting in bowls. No, but I mean, he's in his car. Like, maybe he's wearing diapers or something. On the gay scale of jobs, which is which is gayest? Okay, so you've got a male receptionist, a male nurse, or a male steward on a plane. Steward on a plane. Is the gayest. But then what I would... I think male nurse is gayer than a male secretary. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, I've noticed all, the male, all the male secretaries at my work are pretty gay. And you never know with male nurses because they're going to be like almost like orderlies. They're kind of like they mm. might do a bit. They hold people down while they like administer things. But if you think about it, it's like kind of being a, like a hairdresser, but a straight guy working at a, at a hair salon. Oh, my God. I, that just reminds me. One of my all-time favorite films is um, Warren Beatty, Shampoo. Yeah. That, there you go. I knew a guy. I knew a guy that used to work at uh, the salon heroin. He was a straight guy. He cleaned up the sliz. 
Got all the schlizz. Got, got so much schlizz because they like, they're like, oh, you're, you know, you're the same interest as us and you want to fuck us. Because all the other dudes that work, they were gay. I would also like to point out that um, shampoo Warren Beatty is not based on Jay Sebring. Everyone always thinks it is and it isn't. There's a little Manson fact of the day. It's based on Vidal Sassoon. He was gay. <laughs> Wasn't he? Was Vidal Sassoon gay? I'm assuming. I'm assuming. See, you shouldn't make assume <laughs> assumptions because when you do, you make an ass out of you and me. Not me. <laughs> Long he eventually got was stuck in his car and how much he just like drove around from fast food place to fast food place. Did he say what kind of car? I was also wondering what type of car. In my mind, it's a Corolla. For some reason, I'm picturing Pacer, like at a Wayne's World. Remember those? Oh, yeah, just a little car. Well, it's That's round. a car you would get it's stuck like a bub- in. No, it's a bubble. So it's like I figured he could fill it all up with his girth. I'm also thinking of that Simpsons sketch where the really tall guy gets out. And he's like, this is the only automobile I can't afford. <laughs> but eventually, he reached a point where he needed help. And so got the fire department and, you know, ambulance drivers, whatever, to cut him out of the car. He was a total, I'm assuming, stinky, fat mess. And so... Just wallowing in his own feces and urine. I mean, that car, could you imagine how bad that car must have smelled? Oh, my God. They must have had to use the jaws of life to prize him out. And then a crane. I would have loved to have watched that, actually. Some of my uh, favorite fat person stories that uh, me and Wackley used to do every now and then. I don't know if Harrison and I ever did one, but it's when they're so fat and they don't move from the same place for so so long, like an extended period of time, that they fuse with the couch. Like they're fat and they become the couch. Isn't that what people say is the start of you going into another dimension? I think you become like another type of, of creature. I don't think you're, I don't think you're, you know, like higher. I don't think it's a higher like form of evolution. I think it's a, I think it's devolution. But they they become like fused with the couch. So it's like when they have to you know take them to the hospital because they're about to die. They have to take the couch with them because they can't unless they're surgically removed from the couch. But some days sounds, I wish sounds, I was surgically attached to the couch. But it sounds like that's what that. happened here. This guy became one with his car. He's like a transformer. He a, is like a transformer, fat a, farmer. A fat, shitty transformer. <laughs> oh, he's the worst transformer. <laughs> it's like, I would take that one right back to fucking Walgreens. Like, no way. It smells like shit. You know, but still needed medical attention. Um, and the nurses needed to kind of clean him and tend to whatever sores, feces, and general war crimes were all over his <laughs> super mega obese body that had been stuck in this car. Um, I imagine uh, that if it was this extended period of time, it was probably real awful. Either way, so while they're doing all this cleaning and kind of surveying the situation, they needed to roll him on the hospital bed. And so now um, I them to do it. Liz was, I don't know, 5'7", 130 pounds, a, a, a tiny, fit, attractive woman. Um and so they go to roll him, and poor Liz was on, like, the receiving side of his his rolling and um, ended up going towards her. She said it was a gross experience. You know, I don't know if someone came to rescue her from 
under this this giant Indiana Jones like um, ball rolling at her. Um, but it was something she never forget and or never forgot, I should say, and uh, something I think about from time to time as well. Well, that's it. Uh, keep it sick. Take care. Yeah, that was like a near death experience for poor Sliz. Oh, yeah, you know, I say it all the time, but like hats off to nurses. They honestly don't get paid enough. If that would have been me and they were like, oh, we've brought in this fat transformer and we need you. Like, you know, he's become fused to his car. He hasn't washed himself of his rag on his stick for about seven months. He's covered in feces. I'd be like, well, I'm about to go on break. Um, I'm not dealing with that. Nope. I've always said that about nurses. Like, you just look at me like, God, you've seen some shit. Literally. Yeah. Like, and they literally. All... <laughs> it's, you really have. It's disgusting. I could never be a nurse. Though my yeah. hat is off to the nurses. Um, you know, my, I've, I've talked about this guy before, but I went to high school with a kid named Judd. And his dad, <laughs> we used to call Big M. Big M died of obesity. He was like at least 800 pounds, maybe more. Uh, I think but, it's a sick and wrong law that you have to do the impression. Oh, oh yeah. Well, Big M was so big he couldn't fit down the stairs anymore. And so like we'd go pretty much just hang out. Because Jud, Judd's parents divorced, obviously, because the mom wasn't 900 pounds. And uh, the dad just kind of lived by himself. And then Judd moved in because it's way cooler living with a dad that can't fit down the stairs because you just take his beer and his porn and just hang out downstairs. It was awesome. We just we even smoked downstairs. And Big, well, Big M also smoked. But he couldn't see us. He didn't give a shit. But it was funny because you'd just be hanging out, drinking beer, watching porn. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you hear, John! And then you'd be like, I gotta go. Big Al needs me. <laughs> <laughs> like, go upstairs. I mean, Judd was a big kid, too. Not that big. But anyway, Big M, I mean, he had everything was huge, but he had this like van that was like, a jumbo-sized van. It was like a, it was a big, massive van, and the whole front of the car. There's no passenger seat. It was just one big bench that he installed in the van, so he could just sit there and drive. But he had to lean to the side, like Jabba, kind of <laughs> like like Jabba driving, but with the rest of his girth. Just in, and he didn't drive from. I mean, when he was like 900 pounds, he wasn't driving around. But when he was like well, 600 yeah, pounds. You'd see him like clamoring into the big fucking M van and it would like, it had hydraulics so it would lower down and then it would lift yeah. back up and you'd just be like, Duh! <laughs> it was so big. What yeah. was Big M's favorite food? Pizza. Pizza is fucking it, delicious. It was cool too. Because he would like, I'm, I'm trying, he was on disability towards the end, but he definitely had made good money in the, in the beginning. He did like vending machines and he always had like, arcade games there which was pretty cool so you'd go over and big m would have like a bunch of arcade games in the garage that we could like play um but i remember going over there he'd always he'd get one pizza for himself and then we'd get like a pizza to share yeah yeah that guy could eat that one last big m story which i was always very impressed with he could take a six-pack and open three beers and just be like That's like a wrestling move. That's what I think Steve Austin could do. And before we go, I would just like to say that Domino's Pizza in the UK has launched a breakfast pizza. Was that like have like eggs on it? Bacon? I don't know if it's got eggs on it, but it's like a British, uh, old English, uh, full-fashioned British breakfast on a pizza. And then you have to make the choice between um, Tommy K or brown sauce. And we've all been arguing about it at work. That's bizarre. Are you going to try it? Of course, I'm not going to try it. It's got meat on it, and I, do, I don't even Sounds like vile. a cooked breakfast anyways. They make me feel sick. 
So I'm not going to eat that when I return to the pizza. Come here, get a Mexican pizza. That's normal. What's a Mexican Bell. pizza? In Taco Bell. <laughs> it's something that they took away and there was like a public outcry. So they brought oh, it back yeah, yeah. and they resurrected the Mexican pizza. I'm sure uh, Big M ate many of those. Anyway, <laughs> thank you, again. Tim, for, uh, for I don't know, giving me like uh, upsetting my stomach with those mental images. Um, that was a great story. God, that was horrific. Um, I want to know. I want to hear some stories about how much ass you got as a, as a male nurse. Or no, he's a, receptionist, a male secretary. A male secretary at a, uh, a, was it a fertility clinic? Where is he? It was just a maternity ward. At a maternity ward. I want to hear about this. How much sliz did you get there, Tim? But you got a lot. Uh, people call Sycamore Hotline 323-522-4032. Uh, we got we to gotta get out of here. Uh, once again, big ups to all the listeners who support us on Patreon. We do love you. No, I mean, seriously, we love you in that way, in the way yes. you're thinking about. Um, and we appreciate you helping us keep it sick and wrong every week. Patreon.com slash sick and wrong. Sign up today. And uh, yeah, join, join the party. Also, if uh, you want to wear some Sick and Wrong merch, like if you're going to go over and uh, view the queen's body and uh, uh, spit or urinate, do we give them options? Did we, did we say, say that again, sorry. I if you're going to go view the queen's body, are, we, are they supposed to spit, urinate, or puke? All of the above. All right, we'll get a Sick and Wrong t-shirt from the Tea Public store first, all right, prior to doing that. You could almost go, you know... If you pissed or urinated or spit on the body, you'd probably be charged with a crime. You'd be the worst person in England. Like you'd be worse than that whole. I don't know if you'd be the guy. worst person because a lot of people, I would say fifty percent of the population be rooting for you. I don't know. I know. I know. Maybe. I I I think uh I, well, maybe some people you might be a hero, but I think people would would probably hate you. But what if you like went there? And uh, we're like, oh, I'm feeling ill, and just barf like all over it. You could be like, I was just ill, but you'd still be a hero. Yeah, or you could say I'm pregnant and I get morning sickness, and it just happened. Yeah, that that's maybe that's the way to go. Get a sick and wrong shirt. Um, uh, Sickandwrongpodcast.com/slash/shop. Click on the picture of the Pope. Finally, here's sick and wrong song of the week. Kate Rambo voted this one in. Um, it was uh, either this or the exploited, and I just, I just, I can't stomach the exploited. I'm sorry, men. I just can't do it. I was going for the exploited because they're a damn fine band that Kate doesn't appreciate. However, she does appreciate Chumbawamba, and uh, we're gonna end the show here with a song called "Farewell to the Crown" uh, from their 1997 LP "Tub Thumper." Every Brit knows the every because it's become a football anthem, but every Brit knows what the famous Chumba Chumbawamba song. That uh, that I get knocked down. Dun, dun, but I get up then. Yeah, I've got to keep me down. I get knocked down. It's a football yeah, song one. now. But this one was actually the B side on the seven, which is weird. It's a cool song. They get some some interesting lyrics. Kind of reminds me of Floggy Molly. Anyway, we're going to dedicate that one to uh, Queen Elizabeth on uh, on, this, on this very sad day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I hope you uh, I hope I hope we brought a little glimpse of uh, light. And hope to all those British people mourning the passing of their queen. Um, people will be back next week with episode 861. Till then, take it sleazy.